Welcome to the Wedding Robes Podcast. This is the only show where you don't need clothes to travel the world. I'm Carly Consker, your host and personal travel guide. Let's do the damn thing. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Wedding Robes. I'm Carly Consker, and today I am coming to you from Madrid, Spain. I am here at the Edition Hotel in Madrid. I am here with my friend Elizabeth, and this podcast was supposed to be a very special edition of One in Robes. I was going to have her on this episode of One in Robes since we had been traveling together for the last few weeks throughout Europe, but unfortunately, she is not feeling well, so shout out to Elizabeth. She has been the absolute most amazing travel partner. She has taken so many photos of me. Like I couldn't ask for a better person to see the world with. She and I have known each other since sixth grade, and we've been friends ever since. So I'm really lucky to have had this opportunity to travel with her, and it's been such an amazing trip. I feel horrible that she doesn't feel well. So I'm doing this podcast fairly quickly so she can come down and get into bed. Luckily, I've not gotten sick. I mean... We've been sharing a bed every single hotel we've been at, and I guess my immune system is on point because knock on wood, but I'm feeling 100% totally fine. This hotel is drop dead gorgeous. I'm absolutely in love with it. I want to stay forever. I never want to leave. It has so many amenities and the rooms are absolutely perfect except for the lighting. So the lighting in the bathroom is super dim and it doesn't really get brighter. There is a built-in ring light into the mirror, which helps with makeup, but you truly don't know what you look like until you walk outside. The actual bedroom in our room is very bright and has great natural sunlight, but the bathroom is super dark. So keep that in mind when booking, but this hotel is absolutely incredible. So we actually got upgraded to a deluxe king room upon arrival. We had booked the lowest level room at the addition because we figured we're not going to be in the room that much. Doesn't really matter how big it is. And we were so excited to find out that they had upgraded us, which was amazing. We're in this beautiful room. As you can see behind me, there's a huge king bed, really comfy. They were so nice about accommodating the no feathers and giving me a down alternative. The bathroom has one of the most massive showers I've ever seen for a hotel room. Truly, the shower height is so high. Like, it's truly beyond. Like, even the tallest person I could ever think of will fit in it. It is a rain shower, so the pressure is not great. The heat is really good, and you can fit, I would say, like multiple people in the shower. And it's interesting because for such a large shower, there's really no shelving. There's like one small shelf that has the Lalabo products that they provide, but there's really nowhere to put any of your stuff. So if you don't know, the addition hotels are very minimal and minimalist. So it's very sleek, clean, and not many extras, but everything that is in the room is so beautiful and perfect and crisp. And I really have loved staying here. So this hotel has a ton of amenities. It has a beautiful spa that has a steam room, a sauna, different facial and massage rooms. It also has a gym that is open 24 hours so you can go at your leisure. In addition, they also have a bar called Punch Room. It is right off of the lobby bar and it is a somewhat speakeasy type room where you walk in and it's very comfy, cozy, dark, 
beautiful bar, beautiful large chairs, and you can go there late night, I believe Wednesday to Saturday. At this hotel, the lobby bar is always popping. It literally has people there constantly. There's plenty of chairs to sit. You can grab a bite to eat, grab a drink, or play some pool. I personally love pools. I love that they have a gorgeous blue pool table in the lobby, which is really fun, especially if you just want to grab a drink with a friend before, after dinner, and it's really quick and easy. They also have two restaurants at this hotel, one that's downstairs called Geronimo, and that's where you have breakfast. I had the most incredible avocado toast this morning. Breakfast was amazing. It's a la carte, not buffet, so you can order what you please. And then upstairs, they have the most stunning restaurant called Arroyo. I believe it's called or Arroyo. I believe it's Arroyo, but it might be Arroyo. And it's so breathtaking. It kind of feels like a greenhouse. There's green everywhere, different colors. You feel like you're transported to Mexico. And it absolutely took my breath away. I love the rooftop at this hotel. Not only does it have that most amazing, incredible, gorgeous restaurant, it also has a great rooftop bar attached to that restaurant. So outside seating, if you want to eat outside or inside, there's a bar indoors and outdoors. The bar outside is really pretty, great lounge area. And then past that bar, you see the pool. And the pool here at the addition is the largest rooftop pool in Madrid. And you can watch the most gorgeous sunset from the rooftop here. You can relax, get into the pool. It is so relaxing and so nice. Very comfortable lounge chairs and some beds. I highly recommend staying here. So let's talk a little bit about the robe I am wearing. On the back of the robe, there is a symbol that is for the Edition Hotel. So there is a logo on this. It's just on the back of the robe. This robe, as soon as I saw it, I knew it would be a good one. It looked very similar to the Four Seasons robe. And I knew as soon as I saw it that this would be a robe I'd want to wear. I will say it is a little heavy. It doesn't really fit my arm fully. And it also has a hood. So not many robes that I know at hotels have hoods. It really just adds extra weight. But some people like it. Maybe you want to put your wet hair in it. I don't know. But for me, it's a little too plush. I get overheated easily. And with Madrid being in the 90s this week, it was very difficult for me to just like get into this robe without freezing my room out. So for me, this robe is going to get a really high score. It's not going to surpass the four seasons, but it is in that category just there are points being deducted because of the hood, because of the thickness. And clearly the arms are a little short and I think that's how it's supposed to be. But for me, I'm going to deduct a little and give it an 8.2. An 8.2, it's a great score, but obviously it did not meet the highest of standards. So before I talk about what to do in Madrid, I want to just give a shout out to my friend Elizabeth. She brought on this trip with us a dual voltage blow dryer. And not just any blow dryer, a brush blow dryer. Because the two of us are used to having a Dyson and Dysons do not work in Europe. Do not bring it to Europe. Do not plug it into a European plug. I'm telling you, they don't work. So before the trip, she ordered a dual voltage blow dry brush and it has changed the entire trip for us. It has truly been a game changer. But if you're incapable of using a real blow dryer like two of us, then I'm telling you, go pick up one of these blow dryers from Amazon. I will try to link it into the podcast, but it is truly, truly life-changing if you're coming to Europe and you're really not great at doing hair. 
So I decided not to do an in-robe dining for this episode. Instead, I'm going to give you a breakdown of what to do in Madrid and where to go to eat, where to go out. So it's going to be a combo of robe talk and robing after dark. Unfortunately, they do not have chicken fingers here. I was going to test pan con tomate, and that's tomato with bread, which is absolutely amazing. But I did eat a whole lot today, so I figured let's just skip over that and I'll tell you about all the amazing restaurants that I've been trying while in Madrid. So a lot of people say to skip Madrid. They were like, it's not worth it. I disagree. This is one of the most gorgeous cities I've ever been in. The buildings are absolutely spectacular. The architecture is gorgeous. Even just like the balconies, everything has been so stunning here in Madrid. I highly, highly, highly recommend you spend two to three days here. So while you're here, I recommend you go to the Prado Museum. We went there this morning and checked out the art. It's a beautiful museum. They have a ton of art, even though that type of art doesn't always speak to me. I still have really enjoyed the museum and it was beautiful to see. We also went to this other museum that was absolutely drop dead gorgeous. It was a cinematography museum, I believe. I truly can't remember the name, but I will add a photo of it here and with the name in text because this museum was amazing. We saw a pop art exhibit there. It was truly just one of the most stunning museums I've ever seen from the outside. So we had to go in and luckily they had a pop culture art exhibit. So we saw some Andy Warhol paintings and it was really cool. And that's the type of art that I enjoy. So it was really great to be able to see both types at two different museums and being able to see the contrast of the art and what Madrid has to offer. In addition, we went to Temple de Bad, and Temple de Bad is a gorgeous Egyptian ruins that were brought to Spain, and it has one of the most gorgeous sunset viewpoints that you could ask for. So you can see the back of the Palace of Madrid, and then you're overlooking an entire park, and it's absolutely stunning. I highly recommend you going there for sunset. Sunset is really late here, so plan it accordingly with dinner, because not only is sunset late, but dinners are even later. So keep that in mind when you are planning your itinerary. So if you're into shopping, I highly recommend you walk around Salamanca. It's a great area to shop around, and also Gran Via is one of the main streets for shopping in Madrid, I found a really cool blazer in Madrid and I was really excited because it's something that I don't think anyone will have at home. So I'm excited to wear it and treat myself to a present while I was here. So let's get into the food in Madrid because we've had some amazing meals and really fun times here. Our first night, we went to Ten Con Ten, and it is a very chic restaurant. It was packed, really busy, great bar scene great music. People were dancing, having an amazing time. And the food was absolutely incredible. Truly, I'm still dreaming about some of the dishes we had. We had some of the most amazing, incredible spinach croquettes I've ever eaten in my life. They melted in your mouth. I'm truly salivating over here just thinking of them. And not only were the croquettes amazing, but they had this truffle risotto that was recommended to me by multiple people, and they did not steer me wrong. This truffle risotto, which not only is one of my favorite dishes, but it was so smooth, so silky, so delicious that I would probably go back there just for those two dishes. In addition, they had incredible desserts. We had somewhat of a molten cake, and then 
we had the cheesecake, which was so silky and smooth and creamy and yummy and great. And we had incredible white wine. So I'm telling you, 10 con 10 is a 10 out of 10. Definitely check it out if you're coming to Madrid. After 10 con 10, we actually went to Amazonico, which I'm also eating at tonight. It is part of the same restaurant group as 10 con 10. They own a bunch of really trendy restaurants in Madrid. And Amazonico has a jazz club downstairs, which wasn't playing jazz. It was playing some great music. We were dancing, having a good time. I believe you need a table reservation if you're not eating dinner there. So definitely make sure that you either know someone with a table or you have a reservation yourself because Amazonico downstairs is a really fun time and a really fun club. If you're coming to Madrid, definitely check it out. We also went to Fanatico. It was recommended by my friend Inez, who lives in Madrid. It was such a fun time. The DJ was absolutely amazing. Shout out to Lancelot. He absolutely killed it. We were dancing the entire night. Everyone was up dancing, singing, even if we didn't know all the music, because a lot of it was in Spanish. He still played some hits that like, of course, we knew and it was so much fun. Truly such a fun time. The food was subpar. I'm not going to lie. The food really wasn't great. We had the mini sliders, which were amazing. Make sure you order the sliders well done if you're getting the burger because we ordered it medium and it was literally mooing on our plate. Like no joke. It was raw. So we had to send it back and get it more well done. But then they brought it out and it was perfect truly perfection and well done here does not mean well done in the u.s well done here means medium so keep that in mind if you are ordering meat in spain or at least at fanatico because it might be specific to fanatico we also ordered the cheesecake there which was so delicious the rock shrimp type dish with spicy mayo was a little too salty and we did not like the squid so don't get the squid it was not good I'm telling you, it just wasn't good. The bread there was great. And we did really enjoy the burger and the cheesecake. So we highly recommend that. They also had some really cool drinks. So if you don't want wine and you're getting a cocktail, they had this cool drink where someone was drinking out of a glass slipper, more like a glass stiletto, but definitely check out their drinks. They're really cool. There was also someone drinking a drink out of a mug that looked like an old man. So they're really fun and really funny. So definitely check out the restaurant and it's definitely a good time. If you're going on a Friday, Saturday night, check it out. It's a big party and you'll have so much fun. If you want to continue the party after Fanatico, there is a really cool club called Fortuni and it is walking distance from Fanatico. It was literally a block and a half and I'm telling you, the line was out the door and I don't do lines. So make sure you either have a table, know someone with a table or get there early because the line was insane. So plan ahead, plan accordingly, but it is a great option to go out after Fanatico. In addition, we checked out the famous San Miguel Market and Chocolateria San Gins. So Chocolateria San Gins is one of the oldest churro restaurants in Madrid, I believe. And it was so delicious. We got churros with chocolate, classic, ate it outside. It was so great. Definitely check it out if you're craving some churros or a little bit of history. Nearby is San Miguel Market, which is really famous here in Madrid. It's one of the biggest markets and it has different stations. So you can go and get either jamón or queso or empanadas, ice cream, 
There was fried calamari and shrimp. There were mini lobster rolls. There was everything you can imagine at this market. And you can just grab it. It's like tapas style kind of. So you can just grab a little plate, either sit down. There are high top tables or stand. It was really great. You can grab a drink there, have a little bite to eat. You can have a full meal or just a snack. And we grabbed a little bit of a snack before our lunch. So I highly recommend it. Check it out even if you're just walking around and getting a little bite either between meals as a meal. Definitely check it out while you're in Madrid. Last but not least, we went to Quinton today. It looks like Quinton if you're from America, but I believe it's pronounced Quinton and it was truly incredible. It was one of the most stunning restaurants I've ever seen. When I say stunning, I mean it was so unique, so beautiful, so gorgeous. It looks like an old market and a traditional market. So it had the meats and the cheeses. It was so refreshing and such a breath of fresh air. When you walk in, you feel like you're transported into a new world. So we ate upstairs, which is also a very different feel than downstairs, but it was perfect. And we had this mushroom pizza the Kinton pasta, which had shrimp and yummy lobster shrimp sauce. And we also had the Kinton clams, which were incredible. It was in this tomato garlic broth. And we were able to dip the amazing bread in the broth, which is the best part of getting clams, mussels, anything. But I highly recommend you getting the Kinton clams and pasta and pizza. It was so, so good. I absolutely loved it. I didn't want to leave that restaurant. I could go there a thousand times and be a happy girl. And this is why Elizabeth should have been on this episode because she just reminded me that I forgot one of the most amazing restaurants that we ate here, which had surprisingly the most incredible chicken Caesar salad. I know what you're thinking, Carly. Why are you ordering a chicken Caesar salad in Spain? But I'm telling you, this was so delicious. We ordered two of them and it had panko chicken on it. It had Parmesan and no anchovies. It was absolutely delicious and the dressing wasn't fishy. It was lemony and delicious and amazing. I highly recommend you checking out Lateral in Santa Ana because their Caesar salad, if anything, was nothing short of amazing. I loved it. There was also a really cute ice cream place down the street from Lateral and there are a bunch of restaurants in that square but Lateral really takes the cake and I recommend you trying it because they have a lot of dishes. Whether it's gyozo, Caesar salad, tuna tartare, salmon tartare, they have it all. So I recommend you trying it. If you're coming to Madrid, it was a great lunch spot and we truly enjoyed it. So I highly recommend you checking it out if you are in Madrid. We also went to Barudia, which was recommended by a friend of mine who lives in Madrid And we tried their truffle Spanish omelet, which is traditional to Spain. It was absolutely delicious. So moist, so yummy, truffly. We also had their pasta that had prosciutto, I believe in it, some sort of jamon and salami, which was very good. I don't love prosciutto or ham, so I didn't love the flavor of the dish, but my friend ate it all. I will say that we really enjoy the restaurant. It's very simple, nothing fancy very mom and pop type of restaurant and it was perfect for our first lunch in Madrid because we were coming off of a train. We really weren't looking our best, but it was really great to try and try something that was very traditional to the area. 
So I recommend going to Brudia if you want some traditional tapas and Spanish dishes. Last but not least, I probably need to stop drinking wine after this European trip, but we've had some amazing wine, whether it's Spanish wine or international wine. I'm just letting you know, we've had some of the best wine on this trip and you have to get yourself a glass of wine when you're coming here for lunch, dinner, maybe hold off on breakfast, but you know what? You do you. If you want to drink at breakfast, who am I to stop you? P.S. I would just like to say for all you single girls out there, there is something in the water in Barcelona. My friend and I have been swiping in both San Tropez, Barcelona, and Madrid, and I've never matched or seen so many hot, gorgeous men in Barcelona than I did anywhere else. Uh, Madrid had a few hotties, but there was nothing like the men in Barcelona. So if you're single, run, don't walk there and start swiping on Bumble. So before I end this episode of When in Robes, I just want to give a shout out to the Edition Hotel in Madrid. They have been absolutely incredible service-wise. They've been so accommodating. Anything I need, whether it is another chair in the room, whether it's another robe, slippers, anything I needed, they were there to accommodate the request and they could not have been nicer or kinder or sweeter. So I really appreciate their hospitality. My stay here has been absolutely incredible. And I highly recommend the Edition Hotel in Madrid if you are coming to Spain. So that is my review of the Edition. Thank you guys for listening and watching. I'm Carly Consker, and I will see you guys next time. Stay tuned because you never know where we'll end up next. Goodbye. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow us on Instagram at Pod. And while you're there, you might as well follow me at Carly Consker. See you next time.